Today is Monday, March 15th. The title for our devotional is Hypocritical Prayer. Remember, in this campaign, we're talking about praying like Jesus prayed. We're seeking to model our prayer life after Jesus' prayer life and obey his teachings on prayer. This week, we're going to focus on a distinct characteristic of Jesus' prayer life, solitude. To be clear at the outset, Jesus also models public prayer and prayer in small groups. But we must note that when he teaches on prayer, he distinctly calls us to pray in solitude. Jesus' teaching on prayer in Matthew 6 falls in the middle of his most famous sermon, the Sermon on the Mount. Luke's Gospel has Jesus teaching the Lord's Prayer in response to the disciples' inquiring of Jesus, Lord, teach us to pray. In Matthew's Gospel, it falls as the second of three warnings from Jesus. He warns them in Matthew 6, verse 1. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others, to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. What follows is three warnings against what the hypocrites do in religious practices. He calls his followers to give, pray, and fast, without seeking public affirmation, but solely for God's audience. This week and next week, we will focus on his teachings on prayer. Matthew 6, 5 through 6 says, And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Today, briefly, we're going to talk about what not to do. Tomorrow, we'll talk about what to do. According to Jesus' teaching here, we must always be aware of our motives in public prayer. Our motive must never be, quote, to be seen by others. This is not a prohibition against public prayer. Jesus prayed in public on occasion. It is a prohibition of praying hypocritically for public affirmation only. Those who do, quote, have received their reward in full. That is, they have received the reward of public recognition from their audience and won't receive a reward from God. If you're being honest and you've spent much time in church cultures like ours, you know that this tends to be a real problem. Obviously, in a different way, as we don't have prayers that should be recited at certain times of day, but we do other things that are in the same vein as what Jesus prohibits here. Things like how we often try to make our voice more emotional in prayer, so as to impress others with how much we care. Or we try to think of big words to use to impress others with our theological knowledge. Or in that same vein, we quote Bible verses to show everyone how much of the Bible we know in our public prayers. Or we just boast about how much time we spend in prayer with others. Now, none of these actions are wrong in and of themselves, right? But they are wrong if our motive is wrong. If we're doing them to be seen by others, as Jesus says, not out of a desire to communicate with God or to build one another up in prayer. All of these things get at the heart issue of what Jesus is trying to teach his followers to avoid. For additional content today, I thought I'd read a portion of Dietrich Bonhoeffer's well-known book on Christian community titled Life Together. Dietrich Bonhoeffer was a pastor in the mid-20th century in Germany during the reign of the Nazis. This book is well thought out as Dietrich is a deep thinker 
and it has some really good stuff in here. So as our topic this week is on solitude, one of his chapter titles is The Day Alone. So I thought it would be fitting to read a good portion of it to you. Page 76, at least in the edition I'm reading, he says this, Many people seek fellowship because they are afraid to be alone. Because they cannot stand loneliness, they are driven to seek the company of other people. There are Christians, too, who cannot endure being alone, who have had bad experiences with themselves, who hope they will gain some help in association with others. They are generally disappointed. Then they blame the fellowship for what is really their own fault. The Christian community is not a spiritual sanatorium. The person who comes into a fellowship because he is running away from himself is misusing it for the sake of diversion, no matter how spiritual this diversion may be. He is really not seeking community at all, but only distraction, which will allow him to forget his loneliness for a brief time. The very alienation that creates the deadly isolation of man the disintegration of communication and all genuine experience, and finally, resignation and spiritual death are the result of such attempts to find a cure. Tomorrow, we'll read more. For reflection time today, I want to invite you to search your heart. Do you love to pray in front of others? Do you try to impress people with your religious vocabulary in prayer? or your quotation of Bible verses? Do you find yourself regularly boasting about your private prayer time? Remember, it is good to pray together and to pray Bible verses, but we must always be aware of our heart and our motives in public or group prayer. Repent where you find pride and commit to praying to God as your audience, not solely for others seeking to impress them.